the Disneyland mermaids, which are like legendary. And I wish right. I could yeah. go back in time and be one, but they had a team of women who would swim around the submarines um, at Disneyland and the submarine ride was just its own ride. And then I feel like it was sort of this like added little idea where they were like, oh, but we could have mermaids in the lagoon, which is the first portion of it. Right. Um, and it was a combination of like, it not being really safe for the women to be swimming no, around wasn't. these subs that are on a track, right? Like, mm-hmm. so that was one thing. Uh, the chlorine in that lagoon was insane. Like, it, yeah, it's, it like, was harming the actors, insane. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's also this legend that I'm like not sure, sure or not, but <laughs> like men would jump in the lagoon. And, oh, and try like, to go, swim to yeah, the rock. Like, yeah. Yeah. I heard that too. We are the Get Realisms Podcast. I am Madam Chase Ready. And I am Christine Chin. And surprise, we're both filmmakers. We get into it by sharing secrets, advice, and gossip in filmmaking. And we even get our other filmmaking friends to share theirs too. So please, everybody, join us for an, an ode, ode to, to filmmaking. <laughs> In this season, we get into Christine's feature-length thriller fantasy, Ursler. A small idea that made a killer swap mermaid a reality. Awesome. You guys, welcome to another episode of the Get Realisms podcast, episode 85, ladies and gentlemen. We're 15 way there to the big old 100. My goodness gracious. I am Adam Chase Rennie. I am Christine Chen. I'm Peyton Brewer. And I'm Rachel Smith. Thank you so much, Rachel, for for coming on to the podcast. We appreciate it. Uh, Sorry for all the uh, technical issues. I know (laughs) we're trying to elevate our audio game because the first 84 episodes was just like shot. It was like it was like shot in a fishbowl, much like Ursula. It's just like we're we're very we're very underwater audio with our with our podcast, which I'm going to the... definitely chalk this up to user error. Like, <laughs> Oh no, you were, you were absolutely fine. You're absolutely fine. Echo. Like when you're on zoom, it's, it's kind of an inevitable, like really. Mm-hmm. So with a little bit of echo, we can, we can get past it, but uh, thank you so much for, for joining on the podcast. Um, Thanks for so having me. yeah, uh, our pleasure. Uh, so I just want to begin uh Christine, how did you uh, get together with California Mermaid Con? Yeah, so when I was writing Ursley, uh, obviously mermaids were a huge part of the film. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure that the mermaid community would be behind the film in terms of showing it. Because we, we made this movie for mermaid lovers. And uh, when I was researching about conventions and stuff, of course the largest mermaid convention popped up, which is the California mermaid convention. And uh, so I emailed them hoping somebody would reply and be, that would let us, you know, come. And uh, Rachel uh, replied and that's how we are now uh, going to be screening at the California mermaid convention. We're very, very excited. So um, yeah, Rachel, tell us how, you started this convention. When did it when did it happen and how have you seen it grow in the last few years? Um, well, first of all, was super excited to get your email. So thank you. And this, you know, film being our main sponsor for this year feels 
perfect and timely and amazing for 2022 in so many ways, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit later. Um, but the California Mermaid Convention, as it is today, um, has been running for quite some time, for over a decade in different iterations. Um, it began with the Promenade of Mermaids, which is still an event we're doing today. This is the 11th year of the Promenade of Mermaids, so that's pretty awesome. Um, and from the promenade, it grew. And my convention co-founder and business partner, Ashley Rastad, has been with the promenade since its first year. So Dive Bar opened. Dive Bar is an amazing mermaid bar in downtown Sacramento. We have a 40-foot saltwater aquarium. Um, I'm the head mermaid there. I train to hire the mermaids and I perform. And Dive Bar started getting involved in the promenade. So when that happened, we started adding events. We added a mermaid fashion show one year with the promenade. Then we added some kids swim at one of the hotels down the street. So it just kept building and building, building. And as it was building, we sort of rebranded and started calling it Sacramento Mermaid Weekend because it was a weekend of these little events, fun things. And in 2018, 19, uh, we were planning this and my fiance actually, you know, we were having a conversation about Mermaid Weekend and he said, well, this is big and you have all these resources and why don't you make this a convention, a full-blown convention, you know, because I had been to some conventions on the East Coast. I had some lectures there, performed a little bit um, and we decided let's go for it. Let's figure out how to make this a convention. So our first year under the California Mermaid Convention branding was 2019, um, 2020. We went digital, which was cool because it made us an international convention. We had merfolk joining in from Brazil and Hawaii, from um, Europe, like it, it was awesome. Last year we did a hybrid event. We had digital uh, and in-person events. And this year we're doing another hybrid event because, you know, opening it up to the whole world made it accessible and everyone's still asking for all this awesome digital content. So it's coming up. I mean, we're like three weeks out to con here, um, which is very exciting and a little terrifying, much mm -hmm. like your film, I think. <laughs> and we can't wait. We're super excited for all of the events. There's so many things happening that this weekend, like not this weekend, but the weekend of the con. I'm, I'm never really sure where to start. You know, there's a parade, there's a fantasy masquerade ball, there's a party at dive bar, there's kids swims, there's workshops, there's photography opportunities. We have a conservation lecture, we have a representation panel, there's vendors, there's so much stuff. There's so much good stuff. <laughs> yeah, we can't imagine what it's like going through planning such an incredible event. Peyton and I are doing this on a small scale for our Ursley tour and we're going out of our minds already. So. <laughs> and we're really excited that we have a screening of the film. Yes. On Thursday night, like at the Tower Theater, which you guys, Sacramento has so much cool history and the Tower Theater is like unbelievable. Yeah. It's beautiful. There's a cool little cafe and like this jungly garden place next door to eat like it this screening will be off the chain like it's it's gonna be really cute do people yes. say off the chain did i date myself <laughs> of course they do i think we should bring it back <laughs> off the chain no yeah. we're, we're really excited about that um so make sure the link is in all our profiles but 
uh, make sure to go in and pre-purchase your tickets. Uh, we're doing it through our spot, uh, also another partner of ours called Gather, and it's a theatrical on-demand service. So it's basically a way to make sure that there are going to be enough patients that are going to go to push over and, and have the event. So I think we have 10 days left. We got to push, push the, push it over the curve. So everybody who is interested in watching the film, please make sure to go in and put in your ticket reservation and everything. So yay. Yes. Yes. So, uh, Tell us a little bit about mermaiding. What is that? How did you start? When did you start? And what, how has the community grown in the years that you've been a mermaid? Yeah, um, in the decade that I've been a professional mermaid, it has grown exponentially. Um, I always sort of look at the mermaid community in kind of a Venn diagram. There's, I feel the professional mermaids who it's a job um not necessarily an identity but job we do the work we do birthday parties we do events we swim in aquariums etc cetera, etc cetera. um there's the hobby mermaids who are fun it's cosplay it's photos on instagram it's etc cetera, etc cetera. and then there's sort of this like conservation um history and a sort of myth right the sort of like intellectual little part of mermaids and because it's a venn diagram there's lots of overlap, overlap and yes. everyone you know swims in all three different circles um mm -hmm. it's been really really interesting to see how it's gone from something that was pretty inaccessible because of the cost of kales especially you were talking about silicone kales a little bit earlier um and how expensive they are they're beautiful they're expensive they take a lot of training to use safely um and to look great in your silicone tail while you're swimming and to maneuver it and all that. Um, and now there are so many more options for everyone to get into mermaiding safely, kids, adults, everybody in between. Um, I always love the water. I have a water family. I was born in Hawaii um, and my, my parents always took me swimming. Um, and my mother is a seamstress. So when I was in high school, I had this idea that I wanted a mermaid costume that I could swim in. And because this was the Bronze Age, um, there weren't commercially available tails yet, right? So she made me the tail. She was pretty sure I was going to drown. <laughs> but I managed not to drown. And so in high school, I had this, you know, this little fabric tail that we take on family vacations. And whatnot. Uh, when I got out of college, I graduated and a friend of mine saw a job listing for this new place that was opening called the Dive Bar in Sacramento. And they were seeking mermaid performers for their aquarium. So I auditioned and I actually had a little bit of a resume from these like, you know, silly photos that I took on vacation. Um, I was hired to be just a mermaid at first. And then a week before we opened our office girl who was the head mermaid, unfortunately was let go. Um, so I stepped into that position and I have been taking my way through ever since. And it's worked out <laughs> pretty well. And, you know, working at Dive Bar, I, I sort of, I joke and I downplay it, but the opportunities that Dive Bar has given me um, and 
the chance to be able to make my living as an artist, as a performer, it, it's invaluable, right? Through Dive Bar, I've learned office skills, I've learned leadership, I've learned all of these different things, and that's been pretty cool. Um, but as far as mermaiding goes, we've learned a lot too. When we opened in 2011, there was hardly anything, right? We were one of Mern Taylor's first clients getting his first silicone tails. Wow. And it, it was, it's such uncharted territory. It still is, right? We're still figuring out um, how do we certify merfolk to be safe and to be qualified to work parties and events? How do we make sure we have business insurance? How do we make sure that our clients are safe, right? Especially if you're working with children in water, it's one of the most dangerous things you can do, you know? Um, but back then it was even crazier, you know? We didn't know what makeup to use. Our makeup was <laughs> like flying off every night and it was a lot of trial and error. Um, there were a few professional mermaids on the scene at that time, of course, uh, Mermaid Hannah, Mermaid Linden, who came up and trained us, uh, who we owe our swim style to, uh, Medusarina down in Florida, as you know, sort of these trailblazing mermaids. Actually, we have a really cool lecture on the history of mermaiding as part of our convention, and it's Ooh. online. So like all of this stuff, I'm like breezing past, uh, Mermaid Rain is gonna go into all that in depth, but it's the change has been so vast it feels almost indescribable you know it's the community is still small enough that when someone mentions to me oh i i know a mermaid in ohio it's mermaid bunny lollipop and i'm like oh yeah yeah i know mermaid bunny lollipop <laughs> right like it, it's still very small but from those early days like the first 5 years when there were like 25 right merfolk on a forum it's it's amazing to see it grow so much. It's very cool. You know, grow enough to support a really cool independent film doing a screening tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are so stoked about it. And we've been learning so much about the mermaid community just just through research, through um, making the film. We also had the experience of well the makeup stay on <laughs> uh our i as a director you know a year i'm not sorry about a week or two before the start of the film have usually freak out sessions about oh no did we do this or did we do that or and i remember freaking out to my makeup artist saying like what are we going to do if the mermaid gets in and the all the makeup melts off and she's like this is why it costs this much for the mermaid because there's special things that go on so that the mermaid doesn't melt. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, underwater makeup is no it's the whole thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a whole thing. So yeah, no, we're just really excited to to be a part of it. Um, and I remember uh, when we uh, were in pre-production that Christine and I had a conversation where we were like, okay, 30% of our budget has to go to the tail and the makeup. And then the other 45% has to go to camera. And then whatever's left is like what we got to do everything else. So, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we had the opportunity to um, have Robert Short, who's the tail maker from Splash. Um, Ooh. The sweetest man um, on the planet. 
um, and he came to our first convention and gave a lecture about Slash and we screened the film and it was really fun. And we also did a, a digital interview with him for our YouTube channel. And he's the nicest man. He sent me an engagement present. Like he's so, wow. so sweet. He gave a big Splash poster to Dive Bar that I'm currently reframing. Hopefully we'll have it hung up by the time of the launch party. But it, like, it's so... <clears throat> Like to know all these trailblazers, like it's really, yeah. really cool. Like to see, like, oh, we, you know, when they did Splash, they had no idea, right? Like it, they right. couldn't research. It was just like, well, well, and like luckily Daryl Hannah was just amazing and she was so much better than their stunt mer person that they were like, oh no, we're just gonna use you, Daryl. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, remember I really wanted to do a mermaid film because I grew up loving the little mermaid um so many I think little girls um and boys and stuff grew up grew up with the little mermaid and I a lot of people on my uh oh what happened to Ursley oh that's me I think I fell off yep thank you a spinning. little bit mm -hmm. yep well, uh oh what happened it's fine. Just, I mean, we, 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 can, we can keep going. Uh, we're picking it up on Facebook. We're fine on Facebook. Well, what we're was cool about the Little on. Mermaid TV show, or not TV, yeah. the movie was that there was a TV show. Because you can right. watch the movie and like, it's wonderful. And so many people saw it and it was this big influence. But like, she's a mermaid for half of it. And then you're like, okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right. Like, she's not a mermaid anymore so but the tv show she was a mermaid the whole time and you got to see where they lived and like the marketplace and all her sisters so like there were multiple mermaids and she had a deaf friend like it it was so right cool to have like more mermaid time more mermaids all the time right and <laughs> it's like and how oh go right. ahead no, no, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. It's like how everybody watches Hook, which is a fantastic movie, but like we watched the three minute mermaid scene like possibly 7,000 times. Just like again. No, again. <laughs> like more mermaids. Well, that's a great scene exactly. in, in Hook. It's so good. Yeah. And, and I know like a lot of like, it, it, I mean, that's growing up like I've always watched like behind the scenes of, of every single like movie I've watched and the behind the scenes for for Hook like just for that sequence alone like took a year and a half just to choreograph it took like that long to just invest the money invest the time make sure it's safe make sure everyone is is you know is taken care of and go through it over and over and over again and it's just it's fascinating seeing the time changing from, like you said, from hook and then to splash and then to, you know, to, to, of course, like there's other content that, that uses mermaids and stuff, but like in a more practical way or, you know, a, a safer way, you know, that you can cheat it with the camera, you know, stuff like that. But well, um, now it's fascinating. there's CGI too, right? So you were talking about how 30% of your budget went into you knew it needed to go into the tail and the makeup and now I feel like so many productions are like ah, which of course is a lot of work and still very expensive but there's something about having those practical effects like Splash still holds up and looks amazing oh, and some absolutely. early CGI 
still look good. You know, like I remember <laughs> no. watching the the first Harry Potter again recently and being like, oh, this is uh it's dated now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's dated. Yeah. But you can still watch Splash or Beetlejuice or any of those and it looks great. <laughs> well, well, like you said, like, I mean, you know, CGI, yeah, nothing to, to against CGI because there's, we've come such a long way with technology and stuff, but it's the same for uh, practical effects with, with mermaid tails and mm -hmm. even like, you know, other uses for, uh, um, what'd you say? Uh, silicone. Like there's other uses for silicone literally everywhere. Something yeah. that's like a little more safer too, <laughs> you know, which I mean, I, I can't really speak for those sets that uses mermaids like you know like i know i watched a documentary on disneyland and they had uh, a ride that was like a like a submarine ride and um this was like back in the 50s or the 60s, the 60s something like that. it was yeah, 60s right yeah. yeah and they had this like was it like an uh, just a submarine ride and then there was a there's two mermaids that like that just sat like on a rock and, so and that, like, is, I, like, it was so I, strange to me. This, yeah. The, the Disneyland mermaids, which are like legendary. I would right. yeah. go back in time and be one. But they had a team of women who would swim around the submarines um, at Disneyland. And the submarine ride was just its own ride. And then I feel like it was sort of this like added little idea where they were like, oh, but we could have mermaids in the lagoon, which is the first portion of it. Right. Um, and it was a combination of like, it not being really safe for the women to be swimming no, around these subs that are on a track, right? Like, mm -hmm. so that was one thing. Uh, the chlorine in that lagoon was insane. Like, it, yeah, it, like, it was harming the actors, insane. right? Yeah. And then there's also this legend that I'm like, not sure, sure or not, but <laughs> like men would jump in the lagoon. And, oh, and like, try to go, swim to yeah, the rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard so, that too. Like, that's, that's the thing. No, but I, they only lasted for a couple summers. They had um, a specialty performance with a bunch of mermaids in the lagoon when the ride first opened. And then right. for a few summers in the 60s, they had them. But that's I, yeah, I want to travel back. And every time I go on that ride at Disneyland, my face is smashed against the glass. And I'm like, I want in. I like, know. I want the chlorine to burn my skin just once. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> I'll be OK. <laughs> I can't even imagine swimming in chlorine because the, the control and the form you have to maintain to be fish, <laughs> essentially, as a mermaid, if you will, uh, it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's really hard. that's really hard. Chlorine Doesn't is the worst. Doesn't it all also like deteriorate the tail? It yeah, it, especially if you don't gotcha. properly clean your tail and rinse it off and and take good mm -hmm. care of it. Um, we're super spoiled at dive bar because we have our saltwater tank and um, our tank team keeps it really lovely for us and the pH uh, matches our eyes, so it doesn't burn our eyes and it doesn't burn when it goes up our nose, mm -hmm. so we can do all of our inverted tricks. Um, right. Yeah, chlorine's the worst. I. <laughs> like, freshwater myrrh occasionally yeah. a saltwater myrrh <laughs> yeah I remember when we were um doing that whole swimming session and we had the tail for like two hours the tail we were going to use in the film and the tail maker was like literally 
two times. It can go in two times. Then you have to wash it off for like 30 minutes. And when really? you did that, it stripped the color of the tail and then we had to send it back. And we were like, okay, no practicing in the pool. We'll use a, a fake tail I didn't even know for that. now. Yeah, that's crazy. It was, yeah, yeah it, was it, it killed the, the pain on it. Like yeah. it, we learned a lot from that first test session. Yeah. Uh, yes. And we learned how hard it was to mermaid to do the mermaiding yeah. as well <laughs> yeah shout to, out to Layla. there's so many aspects of it right it's the the movement and then you have your buoyancy and then you have buoyancy your and then you have your acting right because your mermaid is still acting while yes yeah all this other stuff. like yeah so many things and there's yeah. I worked with uh, Jenna Malone when we were filming Lorelei at Dive Bar. We did a training session together and, and she did really well, but I feel like every time, and it was probably the same for you folks when you started with the mermaid training, it's like, oh, this looks effortless and easy, but it like ballet, right? It's so much. Work. So much. Yeah. What a workout for you guys. Like <laughs> I couldn't imagine where you are after you know, a performance. It's insane because you yeah. have to squeeze everything. Yeah. Nothing yeah. is relaxed. It's like, and last night I, at dive bar, we do two swims and we warm up in between and two swims like gets you like you're done yeah. after two swims. Exactly. Right? Uh, and we had a special group come in and, and they requested a third swim. They, <laughs> they gave some monetary motivation, which mm -hmm. I was like, okay, but mm -mm. And when I first started at Dive Bar 10 years ago, I was like, yeah, I can do doubles. I can do four swims. It's great. Now I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> it was fun. So I'm very sore today. That third one just <laughs> it kills Do you it. do any exercises for the breath work by any chance? That so, one that's hard. Yeah, that's really hard. <clears throat> Pardon me. So Lyndon, when she came up and trained us first, um, she did very, very basic free dive exercises and taught us um, because I'm not free dive certified and I'm not free dive instructor certified. Mm -hmm. I don't do any uh, training with breath hold because right. I don't know what I'm talking about. That could be dangerous, right? I don't want to endanger any of my performers. Um, but when we're training and when we're performing, it, our breath hold comes naturally. Um, usually after the shock of a cold water after the first five minutes, a lot better <laughs> during our swims. But we really, we only hold our breath for between like 35 and 45 seconds. But the audience doesn't really care as long as you're not looking like you're puffing your cheeks out or you're right. zooming up to get air, you know? So it's all about like misdirection and redirection and that acting right because so if you're, you're what you're saying is if you're dying you just pretend like it's uh -huh. fine yes and you just slowly yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm at the end of my breath hold and this is the surface right and i'm like mm, i hit everything it's time to wow. go up <laughs> that poker face my but goodness exactly. yeah all about the poker face right i know about that all too well <laughs> <laughs> you're on set and everything is crumbling around you and you're like everything's fine yeah. <laughs> the director poker face has got to be next level <laughs> i i don't have that <laughs> uh, well i think i have a poker face but then uh people who have worked with me for many many years can read from my eyes apparently what i'm actually feeling <laughs> yeah. i'm like smiling and they're like but 
I can see on your face that you wanted to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> the poker face is subtle, but I know when to leave you alone. <laughs> Smiling yes. here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there, I saw somebody um, had a quote on their backpack of uh, one of the filmmakers that said, like, I may look like I'm smiling at you, but I've killed you three times already. <laughs> Can we get bumper stickers for the film that say that? Like, yeah, right? <laughs> three times already. Um, well, you have only seen the sizzle, right? So mm -hmm. uh, what are your thoughts? Um, and uh, how, I guess, what do you think people should expect or, or, or I'm just curious what your thoughts on, on the sizzle. What my thoughts are. I mean, yeah. first of all, I'm really excited that this is a, such a female-led project. Like that is awesome. We're a female-led prevention. You guys, you know, we're, we're all out here trying to get things done. Yes. Um, and we are, which is great. So when I, I did like a little reaction. Yes, it was so thing, fun. We um, loved it. Which was actually my second reaction because I watched it first and was just like, eh, and then I was like, oh, I need to do it a thing because this is awesome. <laughs> uh, first of all, just aesthetically, it looks so pretty. Like every, the shots are composed so beautifully and my um, college degree is in illustration. So I'm, I'm really like, I love just composition. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm also really excited that you developed the lead characters so, so well. And they each have their own color story and they each really have their own um, physicality. You know, even in the trailer, yeah. I could really see that in the different girls on film. So that was awesome. Um, and I'm loving the like learning more about the characters on your social media with the different like the, the, the cocktails that you guys Yay! are making. Like, that's so much fun. I'm loving that. Um, and of course, I'm like, more mermaid. I need more mermaid. I need yeah. to see her. I need, like, I want to see her. Yes, like slowly. Not, yeah, we were, we were really big on like, nope, there's no pictures anywhere of yep. her in her floor gala or anything because we want people to be surprised. Um, and I love that. I, like, yeah. That's like, the long game slow tease and it makes mm -hmm. it just so much better like yeah I love yeah it. we're we're so excited to reveal like the how she looks like completely right because the first time we saw her in her full regalia like at on set was also completely like all the actors were said that they just forgot what they were doing like they were in it because it was just so magical to see yeah. her completely come out and be Ursley, you know, and that speaks so much to our lead actress, Layla, who did an incredible job, but she transforms completely and uh, is just magical. And, and one of the biggest things we wanted um, going in, Camille, my co-writer and I, was we really wanted a film for uh, young um, women you know, teenagers growing up where I remember my first um, slumber party and uh, we wanted that experience of you watch this film and it's with your close friends. I don't know that you watch The Craft or one of those fun culty films and 10 years later when life has got you down, <laughs> you cut together with your four or five best friends again and you relive what it was like to just be free and be a kid and 
um, have a good time. And that's really what we want this film to be about. But we also want to make sure that there are role models on screen that represent how women are. And that's, we're complicated. We have many dimensions. We're not just pretty, even though a lot of, we're all beautiful in and out of, with our flaws. And uh, we wanna show what it's like to deal with trauma and to live with it and to have your ride or die, you know, family around you and just really show the multifacetedness of real women. And so that's, I'm glad from the sizzle itself that you were able to, to see that. And di yeah, diversity and inclusion has been a huge um, thing for me as a filmmaker uh, behind and in front of the camera. So yay. You I'm got really you excited caught it. that you you mentioned those films like The Craft or even I'm thinking about the 90s Little Women, right? The yes. these female led yeah. films that have characters that each girl at the slumber party can find one and be like, oh, I'm I'm a bet. Oh, I'm you know what's yes, Nancy. That's that's really great. And I, I can see that in the trailer. Um and I, I I'm wondering like the name right like where yeah. like how did that get workshopped and brainstormed and for Ursley? yeah so that's a great question Rachel. That is a, yes that is a great question oh. so and i have a hopefully a great answer um <laughs> so Ursley is a real goddess uh she is part of a haitian louisiana folklore and there are different versions of her and one of them la serene or mommy wata is actually connected and often shown as a half fish, half human form. So there is some uh, essence of mermaiding with Ursley, but Ursley herself is a goddess uh, in a lot of the folklore. And uh, she's a protector of women and children. And uh, she was just the perfect conduit for what we were trying to explore in our film. Uh, when I first had the seed of the idea, None of that was part of it. Um, I just knew I wanted a mermaid in it. And then I knew that it would be a strong female-led film. And I really wanted the dynamics of the friendship in line with them meeting this mermaid. And so um, I looked back and I had a, a seven-page short uh, story. And the beats are very are still very in line with the, the feature itself. One of these days I need to to reveal or um, show this short after the film's done its route and people, there aren't spoilers and all that stuff uh, because it's really crazy how closely aligned the beats are. But uh, yeah, Ursley kind of fell in our lap and through our research and uh, it was a, she was a perfect match. And so Ursley is a real goddess actually. There's, there's so much rich, cultural connection to merfolk with those Haitian water goddesses, right? And African water goddesses. Where did you work with any like spiritualist folks who are in the religions that, you know, work with Mami Wada or uh, La Sarine or any of those awesome goddesses? We definitely consulted um, mm -hmm. different. Uh, we have a uh, mama priestess. Uh, she there, we have some connections in Louisiana for uh, voodoo high priestess, I guess you would call it. 
uh, because one of the biggest things that we wanted to make sure was to not miss, I guess you call it misappropriate uh, mm-hmm. a culture. Mm-hmm. And so co- cultural mm-hmm. appropriation, is that, that's yeah. the, the term, right? Yeah. So we wanted to make sure that it's, Roxy was really big on this with the makeup was that mm-hmm. we weren't just doing stuff because it was pretty or visually right. stunning, but that there was a special meaning behind everything. And so uh, we consulted uh, priestesses just to make sure, hey, what are the different markings? What do they actually mean? Why would she have certain you know, markings and, mm-hmm. and whatnot? And so from that aspect, we did. And uh, we did a crap ton of just research, just reading and and uh, seeing the history behind uh, Mami Wata and Ursley herself. That so. makes me even more excited. Like I want, I want like when she's revealed, right? Like a, a costume design and then like an essay. About, <laughs> like, okay, this means, like I'd, I'd love all of that. That's Yay. So cool. Yeah, no, we're, we're excited. And you know what's, I don't know if you know, but uh, towards the end of our tour, we, have been asked to present the tale to the International Mermaid Museum at um, in Aberdeen. Okay. So we will, that's where it will, the final resting spot of our tale until I told them if we have to do a sequel, we will do a sequel. There's a possibility that that tale will have to come out temporarily from <laughs> exhibition. But uh, yeah. That's- and is the tale traveling to Khan? Yes, is it will be coming? traveling. Yes, it's coming, yes. <laughs> Yes, we like to forewarn people that it is very much, oh, somebody said, where's the museum? It's in Aberdeen, Washington, actually Aberdeen, Washington. That's about two and a half hours from Seattle. And uh, yes, the tale is coming. Uh, We like to forewarn people that this is very different from the professional tales that people probably use and see. It's movie magic. So a lot of the stuff is what looks best on camera, which may not be extremely pleasing to the eye when you actually see it. And it's when we, which is really funny because there's two people on our set that are mermaid connoisseurs. So uh, Roxy McDaniel, which is, who's our uh, hair and makeup lead head and Camille, my uh, Gladney, who's my uh, co-writer. They love mermaids and everything there is about mermaids and when they first saw the tail they definitely like freaked out they're like this is not a silicone tail it is nothing like any of the professional you know stuff and and then it got on camera and all was forgotten because <laughs> it's all about how it looks on camera it is an illusion and it's more for we're taking into consideration less so about the longevity of how it moves in the water from a mermaid standpoint, but more of how can we still maintain the look and feel realism of that creature yet help an actress that has to also act in it and is not a professional mermaid as well. So there there are a lot of extra considerations um, when making uh, a tale for film. So that's something there are a ton. Yes. And going back to what we were talking about earlier with um Robert Short's tale, a lot of the I mean it, she had to be glued into it every time. Yeah. Was not, Ours was t- yeah, yeah, Layla had to be when she had to pee, it was a whole problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing. And and the the splash tail had these beautiful um silk extensions that look amazing on camera, but absolutely have rotted off. Now when you see the, yes. the original tail, I think it's at like a like a hard rock 
cafe or Planet Hollywood restaurant yeah, or something. Right, it's cool. somewhere, but the like a bunch of it is gone because these things that look so beautiful on camera don't last. Don't last. Or the yeah. the tails in the hook. Like one of the mermaids had no right. flipper. She was in the tube. So yeah. because, because her fin was never going to be on camera. So they were like, oh, exactly. You know, like yeah. There's a difference between you know, what we need to use to work in or to play in and, and right. what does look good on camera, right? Yes. So this is definitely not a tale that we would say, hey, use this and then s- swim professionally in it at all. It's definitely not. We actually had to build in a zipper on the side of the tail. Uh, and she's, she was also glued in mm-hmm. for most of it uh, because it just, there was no way she could tread water for hours at a time doing you know, take after take after take, it was just not realistic. And yeah. so uh, the the slit on the side was so that you could still see the mermaid top part of it, but she could very much plant herself in a river that was alive and rushing and mm-hmm. everything and still create the illusion of a mermaid that's swimming upright, you know, type right. thing. So uh, it was hard, even with that, Layla, it was a it was a workout for yeah. for Layla, our uh, I'm, our mermaid. I'm sure she so. was exhausted. <laughs> she was exhausted. Yes, I think the day of our wrap, we did our finale on the last day of our filming schedule, because we had scheduled. What's funny is we had scheduled this finale for the first week of our filming, but what happened was when I wrote the script, the location we had in mind, the river at that time when I got into it was only waist deep. And what I forgot is that mother nature does whatever it wants. (laughs) And uh, when we showed up, the location that we had written for was completely flooded by the river. Uh, The river had risen several inches and we- But it was crazy because it wasn't because of a rainstorm, what had happened was that there was a huge storm like somewhere else 10 towns above us and all of the water came rushing down to us so it was crazy everyone walked out the day like ready to film the big scene and there was water everywhere and we were like uh we're like this doesn't make sense it's sunny outside yeah i mean it sounds like urzuli showed up oh yeah (laughs) yeah she totally showed up and uh also within their, uh, the first two minutes of this one big finale scene, uh, Ursley originally had really crazy teeth because she goes, you know, she turns into a, she, she beyond, she's beyond herself and she transforms into a completely different creature. And within those two minutes, our uh, lead actress accidentally punched our Ursley in the mouth and it flew out and got eaten by the river. So. Uh, so yes, we, there was a we, there was a sacrifice that had to be made in order for us to continue shooting at the river. Uh, the river definitely took some uh, sacrifices. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, no, th- it was an incredible experience, and we just hope that people will love it. But most importantly, that it will be something later on that we can do a sequel for that the the world will want to see. Because uh, we have so many ideas we, that for the for the second one, we want to involve the mermaid community from an international standpoint, 
and uh, show mermaids in all parts of the world. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully people will love it, spread the word, and then we'll be back again next year at the mermaid convention. So yes. We're well, and so... what's going to help, right, is looking at your website, seeing all these different screenings. You guys are going up and down the West Coast and over into some places down in the South and the East Coast, too, I think, right? Yeah, we are going coast to coast, it seems like. Um, but we're going, our first event kicks off actually tomorrow um, in Austin, and it's sold out. Yay! So April 30th, uh, we're really excited. Uh, oh, and it's it's sold out because it's a very small special experience because we're partnering up with a startup called Freestyle and it's an immersive pool experience. Uh, the film is projected at the bottom of the pool. So if you're swimming and we have about 10 mermaids coming, including Miss Texas Mermaid USA um, from both the Miss Texas uh, Miss Mermaid USA pageant as well as the, the Monarch International uh, pageant. And uh, ideas if you're swimming in it you can watch and hear the film in the pool it's kind of crazy um, I, I am that. excited to see how it's all going to work uh, it was designed for athletes that are swimmers so that they can practice for long periods of time and you know have it be an interactive fun experience you know I which you know when I work out it's it's nice to be able to watch something and work out for a longer period of time because, you know, if you had just had to run with nothing, no other stimulation, stimulation is kind of actually very difficult. To be right, exactly. Yeah. So. I've got a podcast in my ear whenever I'm <laughs> talking about, because otherwise I'm, you know, just stop. Yeah, you're going to be like, <laughs> why do I have to work out? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's, the, that's our first event. And then we are in Austin for about a week and then we're going to, move to uh, Louisiana. Uh, we have a mermaid masquerade actually mm -hmm. happening in Shreveport. And then we have our opening night in New Orleans. There'll be a theatrical at the Broad Theater there. So if there are any New Orleans, Louisiana mermaids, please, please, please come. And then we're going to come to you guys the following yeah. week. And we're so excited about <laughs> that. So excited. Well, and, and it so feels so again, getting your email just made so much sense to Ashley and I, you know, it was like, we're, we're California, we are film industry here, right? We've got Hollywood, we have yeah. this amazing independent film industry too. And that's something we've always wanted to celebrate. That's why we have the Hollywood sign on our poster, right? Because that is part of our California experience. So it's, it's really great to you guys be like, right here with us and show the tail and like yeah there's so many things we're doing an awesome uh spotlight on the film as part of the con which is free and of course the screening like yes. i am so frustrated because i have to swim but i'm like, I'm like <laughs> oh, hi. can i somehow just clone myself and then i can be in two places but we i want that screening to happen so like guys buy the tickets buy the tickets i'm probably gonna buy tickets so it happens, right? Think, like yes. support this this event. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, we're 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 so excited about it, and it's perfect that we can be there at California Murray Convention to to make it happen. And uh, we just hope people love it, and that the people in your community love it because that's who we made it for. And uh, hopefully, we can involve 
more people from the community in the next one. So that's that's the that's the hope. Yes, yes. So many so, Murphs. Yes, all the Murph folks. We wanted you guys there. <laughs> yes. So. So segueing a little bit, is there something or anything that you want people to know about your con or about what's coming up in the next few weeks, what people can look out for? Things yeah, like that? I mean, get your tickets. Like that's, <laughs> that's the biggest thing I want to say is get your tickets. And that doesn't mean you have to spend money. Like we are really, really invested in making this an accessible event. So we have free events. Everything on Sunday is completely free to attend. A bunch of our online stuff is free to attend. Um, you can attend even if you can't travel to the location. Like we want the community to participate and come together as much as possible. Um, there are events that are limited capacity. So if you've been thinking about booking a workshop or a photo shoot, do it sooner than later because they're filling up and then you're going to miss your fun opportunity to do that. So. Yeah, just, just grab those tickets, keep spreading the word, grab a ticket to the screening, make it happen. The Tower Theater is awesome. Sacramento just is wonderful to visit and to explore. And because our events spread all over the city, there's a lot of opportunity to have a really fun time somewhere new. So pretty stoked, just stoked about that. I don't know, and I think that Mermaid Ashley is in the chat too. Oh, yay, shout out yeah. to Mermaid Ashley um but yeah if she's got anything to add i don't know did i miss anything smash what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> so many <laughs> I, you guys comments are so making me so happy Hi, yeah Ollie. yeah we're really excited to to be a part of it and 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 uh we're gonna have a booth so hopefully after you watch the film you can ask us any questions whatsoever we have plenty of stories to talk about that's for we'll sure. We'll have cool merch and yes. behind the scenes special things. Yes. And then we're and a part of the awesome bubble ball, which we're so excited about. Yes. Um, what's the, I guess, is it like prom attire? Like what's a, what, what, what should we wear? <laughs> what should you wear? So the bubble ball is high, 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 high mermaid fantasy. So Whoa. like the sky's the limit, big crowns, big headdresses, anything mermaid, ocean, nautical fantasy. A lot of pirates usually show up. You gotta watch. <laughs> uh, steampunk is pretty um, popular, like ocean mm. steampunk. It's yeah, next level. So, and, and of course, like if you want to wear just a formal gown and like be a little fancy, that's awesome. But Merfolk go all out. Like we've had a light up roller skating lily pad zooming around before. Uh, we had a clownfish completely covered in sequins. Like <laughs> mermaid smash has this amazing uh, like sexy shark cocktail dress where she oh my goodness. Like shark was just you know having a little snack on her <laughs> that's cool yeah i'm excited to see everybody's costumes and our uh mermaid layla now we can call um our ursley will also be there so we'll yeah. see what she comes up with um look wise and and everything so now we're just we're excited. We're excited to learn more about the community and just about um, safety and conservation and, and stuff like that. I, I, as you know, I don't know what well, you'll know when you watch the film, but uh, conservation is a is a really, really big part of our film. Um, and 
in fact, our New Orleans screening, uh, our opening night is 100% donated to the Louisiana Coastal Water uh, River and Restoration uh, Program. So because without our waters, there are no mermaids. So and so it's important for us to, to keep our water clean and and uh, safe for all. So. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for doing that and taking that into consideration. We do river cleanups as part of our event. We do two every year. Uh, we're doing an awesome field lecture with Mermaid Echo this year. They're going to be taking, because we're so close to the river at our yeah. convention site, uh, they're actually going to be taking a group down and talk about freshwater ecology because of course mermaids and oceans usually get a really big focus but yes. freshwater ecology affects everything we can't drink the salt water so like we gotta you know <laughs> it's really important to everything um and we're excited for our representation panel too that's a really really important part of the convention and we're excited for you folks to, to see everything like you said to learn you know and every yes. year we're learning too we love the design uh the mermaid that the the one with the um the beautiful black mermaid was it, what a beautiful beautiful um t-shirts or um yeah design it was yeah it was, our, our merch this year is kind of next level i'm so excited that was uh by mermaid lux and it actually has a bunch of sacramento landmarks on it like our little golden bridge and uh the delta king and when you see old town for the promenade you'll recognize a lot of things that are on that shirt Just, yeah yeah I think I watched the time lapse of the drawing like a million times. <laughs> so it was just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. She was design, sending so. us all of her sketches and Mermaid Smash and I were just like screaming. And like, I got that one, that design got me like a little misty eyed. I, I had a lot of like California, Sacramento pride. Like, I was like, oh, so pretty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're, we're in when we were researching and found dive bar, we were just geeking out about that. Like just being in a bar with a bunch of, I don't know, it was just really surreal. Oh, so. just wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. Cool stuff. Very cool stuff coming to the launch party at dive bar. And that is free to attend if you come in before 9 p.m. too. Like, yeah, so much cool stuff. Go to the dive bar, everybody. Dive Go bar. to the dive bar. <laughs> Go to the Mermaid Con and then go watch the film. Go go do all the mermaid things. Every single one. Yes, please. <laughs> all right. Adam, Peyton. You weren't ready to we're ready to take this bad boy for a landing. We're ready to hey, get yeah. out of here. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for participating. Instagram, Facebook. We love you. Uh any other last words? I mean, besides, please visit CaliforniaRoommateCon.com, right? Yep, that is yeah. correct. Those Get your tickets. Website. What yep, are you doing? We work really hard to update it as much as you can and all the info's on there for everybody. That's awesome. Thank you so much again, Rachel, for, for coming in and giving us an, an hour of your time. Uh, trying to develop a convention is is nuts probably. So I know you probably have to, you have to get going. So we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank um, you. And thank you, Peyton, for joining us, co-hosting this show. Come on, <laughs> give it up for Peyton. Yes, yes, I'm an honorary third host at this point. Uh, so yeah. Anytime. Yeah. You just, you know, when it, you can sub in whenever or just come in whenever, you know, okay. um, so, and Ursleyfilm.com and Ursleyfilm.com. Go watch the film. 
on Thursday of the week of the Mermaid Con. Get your May tickets 19th. now so it will happen. Yep. Yes, right. May 19th. You got to go get them so that we can push over the tipping point for the tickets and then we can definitely yes. have the event. So, yes, yes. The tickets and then uh, the uh, iTunes, uh, is it's going to release on iTunes on June 14th. Correct. Yes, uh, but listen, well. you guys, you got to get to those events. The conventions are off the chain. You know, <laughs> we got to we got to get on it, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you to everyone participating. We appreciate it. Now, did you guys forget that this is still the Get Realisms podcast? Yes, so get your so Get Realisms book yeah. today. Yes. What are you doing, everybody? You think we're doing 85 episodes because we thought we're just going to be just another mermaid uh, podcast? No, we're also a mermaid and a Get Realisms podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Get your books today. Get your posters. What are we doing here? Come on. Let's that let's be real. Flawless transition. You like that, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's 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 marketing, baby. Let's go. Get realisms podcast. Uh getrealisms.com, californiamermaidcon.com, Urslayfilm.com. You know it, you love it, everybody. Thank you so much again, Rachel, for for coming in and uh taking taking an hour of your time. Um, that's it, folks. Yes. I, I got nothing How, else for it, you. Is there like a come to the California Mermaid Con or like some sort of thing that you guys do? I think you did it. Like I did I it. Think, That's it. Come to it. The That's free Con. marketing, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Come to the call. Splash into the California. Splash on in. Yes. It's wow. a three-day celebration. Fantastic. <laughs> oh no. I think I think I think we are gonna see ourselves out at this point. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> wow. I yep. okay. On that on those dad jokes note, let's let's get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again, Instagram. Thank you again, Facebook. We'll see you next week. Ta-ta. <laughs>